0: Previously on Imptab Avatar, Blades in the Tao Fei. After having gained some information about a soup kitchen being run by Neliao the gardener down there in the agrarian zone, wei Young went back to the rest of his crew and told them what was happening, and Tonin was very unhappy to hear that Neliao the gardener was trying to increase her influence in the city, and so they decided it was time to stop this operation. Tonin for personal reasons, but the others because, you know, they're extorting the cabbage farmers, and it turns out all the other farmers in the agrarian zone and also they got promised money if they would do the job. So, you know, that's a pretty good motivation right there. So they did some planning and decided they were going to try and frame the gardener for putting spirit moss into the food that she was feeding to the orphans. And after obtaining some spirit moss, good old Tonin managed to get himself haunted by a spirit. That's not going to come back to bite him at all. (laughs) But after they secured the spirit moss, they had Siwe go down and speak to the gardener to gather some information, find a potential place to hide the spirit moss. And Siwe got a lot more than he bargained for out of that little visit with the gardener. Uh, He got a a, a cup of sake, in fact. That is exactly the one thing that he got that he wasn't bargaining for. (laughs) (laughs) And after making it back to the rest of the crew, They finalized their preparation and we left off with our good friend Tonin about to, well, Tonin's not rolling the die, Christian's rolling the die. And what's going to happen? What kind of position are we going to be in when we start this job? Let's find out here in the world of Blades in the Dao Fei. What's shaking everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei, the Blades in the Dark actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by Thomas Ryan as Hu-Wei Yan Christian Randall as Tony Nyoru, Evan Peterson as Siwei Ling. And we have before us a nice, relaxing session, to be (sighs) sure.
1: I'm zen, baby. I'm pre-stressed. Yes. Pre-stressed.
0: Because you get to roll one die for this engagement roll, as we left off the last episode.
1: I have to ask, have you charged it? I know you're a big believer in that. I have... Four separate dice on my desk right now charging. Mm. And I'm also thinking I might roll with my left hand. I only roll with my right. It's just really just to make it feel different and, <laughs> and maybe my bad luck. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Well, I will say this past week I finally got my physical rewards for the Avatar Legends Kickstarter. Nice. So I'm gonna be rolling today with my fancy Obsidian officially licensed Avatar the Last Airbender role-playing dice. Can we can we hear them? Yeah, let me give it a little Ooh, that's crisp. Ooh. Yeah, they're nice. They got a good heft to them. Can't wait
2: for them to destroy us.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a beautiful time. And... <laughs> Just another thing that we've decided for this episode, in a vast turn of fortunes, Thomas is not going to take any devil's bargains, even in any instances where it might be helpful.
3: (laughs) I let the dice decide.
2: That wasn't just me. That's true. Games are designed to disregard entire mechanics. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I think we have let Christian stew a little bit too long. I
1: think we can stall a little longer, actually. I think there's plenty of other things. Roll it. Okay. Take a devil's bargain. Can I take a devil's bargain?
0: Can you take a devil's bargain on the engagement roll? That's a good question, actually. Let's
3: break
1: some rules. (laughs) Just roll it. All right, I'll just roll it. That's a three.
0: Yowza! All
1: right. It's not great.
0: That means you're in a desperate position when the action starts.
1: (sighs) Well, things were bound to go the way they are.
3: We can do anything. All right. Let's do this. We got this.
0: So you've made it like onto the premises of the cabbage garden. Fen Fang and his boys put you in the cabbage barrels. You're making it in. You got past the gate, and everything's going super swimmingly. And then two of the guards are talking after the others have left. And one of them's like, "I mean, she wouldn't mind if I just like grab a quick snack, right?" And you hear footsteps approaching the barrels. I'm going to roll to see which of your barrels the footsteps approach. They approach Tonin's barrel.
2: Oh. <laughs> Perfect.
0: And you hear fingers drumming on top of the barrel. I heard that she was getting some lychee nuts in this time, and those are my favorite.
3: Okay. <sighs> do we do we hear any of... Like, do we hear them approaching Tonin's barrel?
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. And there's um, two
3: of them in there?
0: There's two of
1: them. it!
2: If no one has a better plan, well, I'm going to burst out the top of my
1: barrel and smack this guy in the head with a club. I have a plan as well. Okay. So... I'm assuming he opens the barrel.
0: That he does. He pries it open, pulls the lid off. And what does he see on the inside?
1: He sees a woman dressed as like just a farmer, young, a little little almost emaciated, like definitely gaunt looking in the cheeks, a hungry looking person. And Ned. Yes. They're still in their barrels. They are. Okay, they don't see what happens next, but the guard looking at my face sees what happens next. Okay and I will activate my cloak and dagger. When I use a disguise or other form of covert misdirection, I get a plus one die to confuse or deflect suspicion. When I throw off my disguise, the resulting surprise gives you the initiative in the situation. All right. So I am throwing off that disguise. Okay. That hopefully shocks him. I'm assuming it does. Yes. And in that moment, I am going to attempt to skirmish, grab him, and swap places basically. Throw him into the barrel, punch him in the head, and then start throwing on a disguise to look like him.
0: Okay, I'm going to make you an offer here. We can either have you do some kind of complex, complicated roll to try and get through this as best you can, or we can just have you make a
1: straight resistance roll. Okay, and what would that look like?
0: So, if you were to do the fancy movement, there would be a lot of room for potential error. You would have to make that skirmish roll, which you have one action dot in, mm-hmm. pull him in, and then you would probably have to make another finesse roll, possibly, to try and put the disguise on before you're noticed by the other guy. So that's a couple different points of failure, potentially. Whereas a resistance roll, this is the first time we've brought this up in the podcast, a resistance roll, since I, as the GM, don't act directly against the players as the NPCs, like all of my rolls are basically just fortune rolls to see kind of what's going on in the world. A resistance roll happens when the world is attacking you directly, essentially. So what you do is I say which of your attributes you're going to be rolling with, whether that is insight, prowess, or resolve, and the number that you roll subtracts the amount of stress that you could end up taking. So baseline for a resistance roll is you're gonna take six stress, and then the number you roll subtracts from that six stress. So if you roll a five, you only take one stress. If you roll a six, you take zero stress. But it is always an option that you could potentially take five stress.
2: I'm also gonna try and handle the other guy, so if that changes what you do because all I'm hearing is a ruckus outside
1: my barrel. Well, depending on how I roll, you'll hear something. So I like the idea of doing this resistance roll, since we haven't done it especially. And that's just one die. Oh, no, no, no. You said it's insight, prowess, or resolve. Yeah, um,
0: I think this is, seems like prowess to me, because it's a very physical sort of thing you're doing.
1: As do I. Now, my question is, because I threw off the disguise... That means I'm getting the initiative, basically allowing me to have the chance to even do this in the first place, right? Correct. Okay. In that case, I will not try and bargain and beg for more. I will just roll two dice and see what happens. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, dang it. All right, one of them fell on the floor, so I'm gonna re-roll that one. Oh, oh, Ned. Oh, Ned. Yes. What happens when you roll two ones? Yes. Two ones? Is that a crit- like, uh, I know there's two sixes as a critical success. Are two ones a critical failure? Uh, oh. In Savage
0: Worlds, that would be a critical failure. I don't think it's quite a critical failure here, <sighs> if I recall correctly. So I'm going to take five
1: stress? Yes,
0: you are going to take five stress. Oh. But, you, but you do succeed. You now look like the guard. Guys i'm
2: stressed (laughs) (laughs) all right wonder why
0: yeah how many stress do you have left that you can mark
2: two i'm gonna assume there's no way he did that so silently that us in the barrels next to him didn't hear something going on
0: yeah you heard something going on but the other guard did not hear anything going on
2: okay well i don't totally know that so i'm gonna burst out of the top of my barrel
1: as soon as i see (laughs) that i'm going to put my finger to my lips as in a shushing motion and give him a wink and put the lid back on and just silently hold him back.
0: Well, Seaway doesn't know that the guard is you. Right, he
1: doesn't know that. I'm not raising an alarm. I'm making a shushing motion. I'm winking. I'm hoping, but you know, that is what I'm hoping. We'll see what actually happens. So what is he? What what face am I currently done up in? You
0: look like incredibly nondescript. This is like <laughs> stock NPC sprite
2: from a video game. Number three,
3: you're a Skyrim character, baby.
2: I mean, there's not really like it's still makeup. He's not like a face stealer, so I'm sure I'd be able to recognize. <laughs> like he only had a few seconds to wipe off old lady makeup, <laughs> right? You're not
3: a face stealer, are you? Right? Oh my gosh, he's a face stealer. Didn't say
1: no. I look like the guy. I did a I did a good job. It's it's what I'm good at. I look like him.
2: i feel like something just came out earlier than Christian wanted it to. Is there <laughs> a way for me to
3: roll to determine where Co the Face Stealer is currently? <laughs> uh,
0: I don't think there is. But you know what? If you make a fortune roll with zero dice and get a critical success, we'll talk about it.
2: <gasps> sure. What does the guy inside the barrel look like? The guy in the barrel looks exactly like I look. Yeah. What if I rolled double 3s on that?
0: Uh, then you get nothing.
3: Awesome. Cool. <laughs>
0: So, we currently have Tonin, very, very stressed out, looking like the guard, and the other guard comes up to you and says, like, did you find the nuts."
1: I heard what the other guy sounded like too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to use his voice, but I don't remember what that was, so I'm just going to use nondescript NPC voice. Uh, no, this barrel was just full of more cabbage. Look, I don't want to get in trouble, let's go ahead and, uh, you head back. I'm actually not feeling so well, I think I might have to take the rest of the day off, will you- would you cover for me?
0: Okay, come on, man. I've been covering for you for the past, like, three weeks. We're definitely going to need a roll for this. What action do you think that's going to be?
1: <laughs> either sway or consort. I mean, he in this moment, I'm assuming he sees me as a friend? Mm-hmm. Mm, I mean, I can do either one. They're the same stat for me as far as numbers go. But I mean, you're straight up lying to him. Yeah, I think this is swaying.
0: Yeah, and I think the way that I've kind of settled on, because we talked about how there's some purposeful overlap between skills as far as which could be appropriate for for a given situation, like either one can essentially get you the final result you want, but whichever one you choose is going to have an effect on the way the other person emotionally responds to your action. So if you consort, he's going to treat you like you tried to act friendly towards him. If you sway, he's going to treat you like you tried to manipulate him.
1: Gotcha. Then I will consort since that is, I feel like in this case, I would be able to do that. All right. Oh man. Okay. I'm rolling right-handed because left-handed was a mistake. (laughs) A
0: four. All right. And I'm going to say I need to be better about making sure I'm giving you the position and the effect before we do the rolls. Gotcha. Yeah, we're going to put this one at just risky standard. Pretty straightforward roll. So a four on a risky roll, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm, a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, you end up in a desperate position, etc. So this guy says, okay, I'll take over for you, but... I'm going to get a snack first. And he walks over to Seaway's barrel.
1: I checked that one. More cabbages.
0: You don't want it. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. You already got a partial success on the last roll. I already tried. So this is the consequence. He pops the lid on Seaway's barrel.
2: And I smack him in the nose with a club. All right. You smack
0: nondescript NPC sprite number five. We'll make this risky but great effect because he's not expecting to see a person in this barrel.
2: Can I take a devil's bargain?
0: Oh man! <laughs> oh, wow.
2: Well, real quick, which skill are you rolling with? Oh, that was a skirmish. Makes sense. And I rolled double threes. So
0: the devil's bargain I'm going to offer you is you're going to make a noise, and there are guards in adjoining rooms, not immediately here. They could take them a while to get in here, but you will alert the compound to the presence of somebody inside.
2: Worth it. So that just gives me one extra die? One extra die. Ah, that's even lower. Oh, okay.
1: Going there boys. I can't take any more stress.
2: I can't either. That's why I didn't push myself. So what'd you get? I got two threes and a two. Yeah, that's bad. That's real bad. Oh, man. three dice and your highest one is a three. I'm bad at TTRPGs. You would think, <laughs> Evan, how's that possible? Aren't they luck of dice? And I would say, yes, they are. Isn't that weird? It's been a curse for like the past four years and yet I keep playing them.
0: So I'm going to give you the opportunity to roll this again at desperate. Ooh. Like we've said, that's one of the options that you can have is if you fail a roll, if the circumstances apply, I think because this guy is surprised, you know, maybe you miss him with the first attack, but since he is surprised, you can try again at Desperate if you would like. Otherwise, I can come up with a different complication
2: for you. Okay, so would that just give me one extra die or would I completely reroll two die?
1: You would completely reroll at Desperate. Okay. which. Did you do get a mark XP for that?
2: That is correct.
0: Yes. Which, real quick, did you mark XP last time for that desperate roll you made when you were doing that initial scouting around with the gardener and we had you make a desperate roll? Oh. I did
2: not. Was it a resolve roll?
0: I believe so. So whenever you make a desperate roll, you get to mark XP in the attribute that is associated to that skill.
2: Oh boy. Well, then I'm definitely taking this. Two more dice and I get an XP. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a five. All right. And is it okay if I narrate a little bit about how that this hits yeah so we are going
0: to get a consequence of some regard but we'll have that be in response to how you act
2: here yeah so i'm going to kind of like swing up my club and he's kind of bent over the barrel lifting the lid off and he's going to kind of move and i hit the edge of the barrel and um, tonin you would see almost in a little bit of an unnatural way my club hits the side of the barrel and it sort of like pivots at the end back upwards, kind of in a weird way, that just like hits pop back up and smacks him into the nose in a way that's a little bit like uncanny about how the movement of the club went back up into his nose.
0: Interesting. So what we're gonna say here is you pop him up there in the nose and he is, he's a Krav Maga kind of guy, so he was going oh. to strike back immediately after that first attack missed. Mm-hmm. So you do knock him out with your second attack, but he does get a smack in right on your forehead with the palm of his hand, okay. and it's a super heavy hit, uh, so you're pretty dazed. You're going to suffer severe harm Ooh. according to the rules here. I'm trying to make sure i remember which one is severe is that level one or level two what
3: are the odds that you roll up on the only krav maga expert in this entire organization
2: <laughs> better not hurt my mask the wolf <laughs> mask <laughs> if there's any cracks in my mask i'll do that uh repair with gold technique you do ah, nice so
0: yes i have reminded myself and severe harm is the one on top <sighs>
2: the worst one The one that
0: need help yeah need help so basically, unless your friends kind of drop everything they're doing right now to kind of help revive you, you are going to be out of it for the rest of this job, essentially.
3: Oh, Nauza. come on. And there are guards on the way.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to say he didn't just get you in the forehead with that palm strike. He got you right in the nose. So you've got a broken nose.
1: Oh, And probably a damaged
2: mask. Yeah.
1: As soon as this happens, I will open up wei Young's barrel and just, I know I look different. Don't attack me. Seaway's been hurt, I need you to help him. I need to take care of the other guards. You boys have really screwed this one
3: up. I'm going to go over to Seaway and I'd like to study him first to see if I know the best way to actually tend to him.
0: Alright, so Tonin like starts bundling himself off in the other direction you're just like okay, how do I fix this man?
3: Uh, <laughs> go ahead and make that roll. Day usually fixes me up. I don't usually fix people up.
2: Yeah, you look in and the snout on the wolf mask is just kind of like broken hanging to the side oh. and there's just like a bloodied busted nose underneath that's like it's couple coming out the bottom of the mask down my neck. That's so gnarly. So I rolled for study and I got a three and a two oh um, what is going no. on this is the hold opposite on. of our
1: last hold job
3: on. hold on i would like to push myself uh, I, don't, I don't know if i know we're supposed to declare it beforehand but given the circumstances i'd like to declare it afterwards
0: yeah so this role i'm going to say is basically just a gather information role we're not going to end up with like any consequences from that failure you just wouldn't get any information about how to wake C-way up
3: oh okay i'm not going to push myself then He'll be fine. um <laughs> Uh, let let me let me think i can tend to
1: you
2: all right are you still in the barrel yeah like you're looking down into a barrel i'm probably bleeding on the cabbages too we might have to deal with that i'm going to make sure that
3: he's still breathing and then i'm gonna just put the lid back on the barrel
0: (laughs) okay so you're down one man for the job uh i don't have a way to
3: fix you man i'm looking through my list of stuff Can I use climbing gear? Hey man,
2: maybe (laughs) before we left on the job, maybe we brought something to help out just in case. Maybe a first aid kit or something? If only there was a way to flash back to before we left.
3: I'm looking through my load stuff. Um I've got blueprints. Could could we say blueprints are potentially blueprints to a man's nose?
0: <laughs> you pull out the blueprints of the bathhouse in the middle ring and use that to try and fix Seaway.
3: I just stuff it up his nose to stop the bleeding. Oh man. The
0: bathhouse has been demolished. I don't need to worry about these blueprints anymore. Um, if you do that he will stop bleeding but he will still be incapacitated for the rest of the job
3: oh actually I've got kind of an idea here I have something on me at all times a vial of slumber essence if I know how to procure a vial of slumber essence oh this is going to be a reach I'm really begging here Um, could I expend like That's a bad idea. Four uses of stress to say that I brought, uh, like, wake-up essence, some smelling salts.
0: Here's what I will say. You know that Seaway has a vial of rage essence on him at all times.
3: Oh, my word. (laughs) Oh, Seaway. You're gonna regret this in a few hours i'm gonna reach (coughs) into his pocket find the rage essence just open his gob pour it in get away from me when you do that (laughs) getting out of town because i know what happens next
0: yeah so here's the description of rage essence a single dose which greatly enhances the user's strength resistance to pain and irrational aggression for the span of several minutes the gm will modify your position and effect accordingly when you fight on rage essence also you suffer two consequences can't tell friend from foe and can't stop until they're all broken you may resist these as usual so that's another thing to mention is when i present you with a consequence that you don't like you can ask for a resistance roll, just like the one that tonin made initially so you can resist either these consequences if you want or you can just give in to the rage of the
2: beast and be the wolf while in the rage of the wolf do I still know what our original goal was?
0: Yes. So you generally still have your wits about you enough to know what your purpose is here, what you were here for initially. You just gained those two consequences, can't tell friend from foe, and can't stop until they're all broken.
3: Okay. I'm going to pour the rage essence in your mouth. I'm going to run over to Tonin because hopefully you're still in the room I'll be like, all right, pal, you need to steer clear of Seaway. He's going to murder everybody in here. So uh, you've got a disguise <laughs> as like the wall or something, I would definitely use it.
1: So what do, what do these guard uniforms look like? Relatively simple, I'm assuming. Yeah, so
0: again, the gardener, like when you met her, she had that very simple clothing on and it's very much the kind of we show the people how humble and how willing to serve we are by how plainly we dress ourselves. So it's like bare bones, sort of padded cloth armor that they're wearing, small cabbage insignia, the, the logo of the cabbage garden, as it were. Okay, I'm and going- And then on the back, uh, embroidered, when you're here, your family.
1: <laughs> Keeping an eye on Seaway, as he begins to stir, I'm assuming, I'm going to, as quickly as I can, rip off what wei Young is wearing, replace it with the gardener's outfit, and then quickly throw some paint or something on his face to disguise him, grab him by the scruff and throw us both out of the room and begin screaming, if i can do this i will begin screaming something but i don't know what i have to roll to do this again this seems like a resistance roll but i would be stupid to do that
0: i'm going to offer you a desperate seems like maybe finesse roll to me to see if you can get this all done before the other guards get in here and notice what you're doing
1: i will mark an xp and i will roll desperate finesse
0: but we'll give it standard effect let's say
1: okay i will roll just the one die for now If I need to, I will take a Devil's Bargain. All right. Ned, I have to take a Devil's Bargain. (laughs) Okay. Why are we rolling so poorly? (laughs) Because it's it's punishment for our hubris for being so successful in our first job. Now we have to pay for all of our success. So the
0: Devil's Bargain I'm going to offer you is we're going to give you level two harm just for like how off kilter you are. Like you were cool as a cucumber going into this but now everything's falling apart and you're just not in the zone.
1: I will take
2: it. I mean, you're also, how quick do you think people can do makeup? I have some
1: skills.
2: I'm busting out of this barrel in a rage. I have some skills. I'm Wait, I gotta tell you, your plan isn't
3: gonna work. I'm wearing a mask made of earth. Like, my head is in a rock right now. Wait, what? Still? I yeah, thought... that's my mask. It always is. on jobs. When I'm on jobs, I wear that rock mask. This plan literally is not possible. Okay. Unless you're a secret earthbender and you break it
1: off in my head.
0: Are you a secret earthbender, Christian?
1: There is a really annoying truck turning its engine on very loud outside my house one moment before <laughs> I, I roll my eyes in silence.
0: That is a perfect opportunity to not answer the question. Yeah, look at him by in time. How many
3: people have you killed, Seaway, since we've discussed all this? Well, when I bust out of the barrel, you two will be the first two I see. I do have an idea that may help us in this scenario. Well, Um, One where you don't have to roll stuff.
1: The issue is I've already rolled, so I don't know Ned. Because maybe I can just... I I, I do have a bit of a plan that can still work... I just need to get the clothes on him. All right. So I will roll that. What did you say the devil's bargain was? You're going to take level two harm. You should leave the room. I am taking the level two harm. I have
3: an
2: idea, man, that might really help you here. Am I inflicting the level two harm by busting out of the barrel and knocking him in the head with a club?
0: Well, here's the thing. If you don't take the devil's bargain, then you still get the consequences of failure for a desperate action. It's the worst outcome. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You lose opportunity. For this action, etc.,
1: it's in my best interest to take the level two harm. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling again. This is madness. I'm going to. Oh no. That's a five.
0: Partial success. You do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm, a serious complication occurs, you have reduced effect. I'm going to start up a clock as the consequence for this. Here we go.
1: I have stress. Christian has marked so much stress.
0: (laughs) I'm going to start a six clock called lockdown. Oh my. When this clock is filled,
2: all of the exits
0: are shut. It's
2: probably about this time.
0: See where it comes Kool-Aid manning out of the barrel?
2: (laughs) Yeah. The way I'm kind of picturing this in my mind you see a large man with a broken wolf mask and blood streaming down his torso jump out of the top of the barrel and for a moment in the air he almost looks like the way a wolf jumps arms kind of stretched out in front sort of horizontal to the ground i hit the ground do i see these two people standing in front of me (laughs) so i'll say also as
0: part of the consequence for the failure, the other door opens up. So like two doors open simultaneously, the door that Tonin and Siwe are leaving out of and the door that the other guards are coming in through.
2: Okay. So I am going to beat up some guards. Hopefully they'll be the first I see. All right. I guess the, I mean, if I'm in a rage essence and I'm seeing two people going away while a group of others are coming towards, I'm going to prioritize the ones who are approaching me.
0: Yeah. The wolf-like aggression. How many are there? I'm going to roll... There are six guards. Okay,
2: I am going to preemptively push myself in a skirmish to use my special ability, which allows me to engage a small gang on equal footing in close combat. That is correct. And I'm gonna take two stress and I'm a skirmish with these guys.
0: Okay. And I get to adjust your position and effect as appropriate for the fact that you are on rage essence right now. (laughs) So I'm going to create a four clock well, actually, it probably should be a six o'clock because there's six of these guards. Yeah. Reasonable. And we're going to call this six o'clock the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny. <laughs>
2: wow. I'm assuming
0: you're skirmishing.
2: Yep. I'm so upset. <laughs> I have never been more upset in all my days. <laughs> if any of our listeners ever wanted, wondered, I wonder when they stop having fun and start getting actually mad, this is that moment. All right? That is three twos. That is a triple two roll.
1: Okay. Can so you take a devil's
2: bar? Oh, you already
1: pushed yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you pushed yourself and took that two stress to essentially activate your not to be trifled with. Mm-hmm. And so you could potentially push yourself again, but we need to talk about your position and effect first. It would be desperate, but since you have not to be trifled with active, that brings it up to risky. And since you're on rage essence, that brings it up again to controlled. So originally it was controlled with great effect. On a failure, on a controlled roll, you falter. You can press on by seizing a risky opportunity or withdraw and try a different approach. So you could try this roll again at risky if you would like to.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I would like to. Okay. Gosh, these dice today. Double sixes. <gasps> no yes! way. Okay. Yes! There yes! they go.
0: <gasps> okay. Yeah. You do it with increased effect, which brings it from great effect to extreme effect. That means five ticks on the six o'clock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's one guy left. you
3: just beat the devil out of five guys? <laughs> yep.
0: So what does that look like?
2: I mean, this is just ultimate Jackie Chan kung fu movie moment sort of deal. I hit the ground and stand up. They come running in, see the broken snout on my mask, see the blood coming over the, like the mouth of the mask. And they start swinging, and it's just that moment of, like, becoming the shadow. Just every blow they swing, I, like, dodge out of the way, hit him in the stomach with the club, turn and hit another guy in the face. Uh, And they're like, wow, this guy's big, but uh, he, you know, floats like a butterfly. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Stings like a truck. You know, they're coming (laughs) at me from each angle, and I'm dodging, hitting one upside the head, the other in the stomach. And I I guess take out five of these guys left on the ground with one guy left at the end.
0: Yeah, I'm imagining like the scene in the Princess Bride where it's only Count Rugen left just staring at Inigo after he's (laughs) taken out all
2: of the guards. And I just like turn and look at him he sees you know through the eye holes in the mask just like almost animalistic rage as I like stare right at him into his soul with my bloody club in my hand
0: yeah so since there was we're going to cut over to uh, Young and Tony real quick Now, since there was a complete failure on that initial roll, there does have to be some consequence. Mm -hmm. We're going to tick three of the six lockdown segments.
2: Oh, on his roll. Yeah. Oh, I did really well, but I made so much of a ruckus. That was loud. That was nasty. Any guards left anywhere else in the building are like, shut down the exit. Something is happening. Like, Mm -hmm. or they're halfway to it.
0: So Tonin and Wei Young, you guys got to move quick.
3: Why does the soup kitchen have way better security than our secret criminal hideout? <laughs> because it's
0: owned by an earth sage who is disgraced, but still has a great amount of clout. Jeez. Tier two earth sage here. So what, what room are we in now? Uh, you pop in from the loading dock and you know that like, based on the map that Seaway drew for you, the storeroom for all of the foodstuffs is just down this hallway a bit.
1: I take the spirit moss and I shove it into Wei Yong's hands. And I say, it's up to you. Plant the evidence and get out. We'll regroup later. I. This is going horribly, horribly wrong.
0: <laughs> yes, Tonin is going to be rolling with minus one die for basically everything for the rest I'm, of this I'm, encounter.
1: I'm mentally not in a good place, guys.
3: <laughs> Okay, so just down the hall is the food stores. Uh, I know we talked about this last time. Is this building made, like, is the floor dirt or is it wood? Uh, the floor is wood back here. Okay, as long as there's no, like, because I'm, I'm under the impression that Nellie was an earthbender. I don't want her just, like, tunneling up under me. And <whistles> no, that's it. Um, I'm going to walk up to the door at the end of the hall, put my ear to it, and see if I can hear if there's anyone in the food storage room. All right. I believe that would probably Founder's survey. Survey or study, I think. That's uh, the same number of dice for me.
0: Four? Okay, you listen in through that door, and you don't hear any noise on the other side of this storeroom but you do hear the door immediately opposite you opening up actively as you're sitting there listening.
1: Oh, I'm slipping in. The room I know is empty. So as he slips in, I am running straight towards that other door out into where I'm, I'm assuming that's where the big main area is, right?
0: Uh, You're kind of in a back hallway at the moment. Uh, The door opening up, yeah, does come in from kind of like the back serving area.
1: Okay, yeah, because that's where I'm, I'm wanting to start flushing things the other direction. So I'm running towards that opening door.
0: All right. Uh, I'm going to have Wei Young. Well, I mean, you are dressed as a guard. So you know what? I'm not going to make you roll for that, especially because Tonin's coming in, probably making a ruckus at this point.
1: Definitely making a ruckus.
0: Okay. Didn't we choose
2: stealth as our approach? (laughs)
1: Look, we approached stealthily. (laughs) That went out the window when somebody got peckish. The dang guards. That went out the window when literally the first thing that happened. (laughs) It's like the second one thing goes wrong. We panicked and everything went wrong. Oh, we what are We should have doing? just
2: chosen assault as our point of it, as our point of it. We should have just
3: busted <laughs> in. I just stayed in my barrel. You guys ruined everything.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: Okay, so we're going to touch in with Tonin. Uh, you kind of bump into this guy as he's coming in from the front and he's like, hey, there's weird noises going on back here. What's going on?
1: Is he dressed as a guard or a cook? Uh dressed as a cook. All right, I'm dressed as a guard, and I look like a guard, so hopefully he would recognize me as one of them. Um, And I'm just going to kind of, again, grab him by the lapels, go wide-eyed, a little quaver in my voice. (gasps) The spirits have been upset. They're attacking the storeroom. Get everyone out the front. And I'm gonna push him further in and try and just start getting everyone to run out the front. Okay, what role do you think that's gonna be? I'm going, oh. Here's the issue. Ned, <laughs> just the one. Here's the one issue right now that's happening. Everything else is going swimmingly. The one issue is I kind of feel like the strongest argument would be made for command. Mm. I feel like I could make an argument for consort or sway. I feel like again, in this case it would be more sway than consort. I feel like the strongest is for command, but I don't want to roll with command. Ned.
0: Yeah, I think if you weren't dressed as a guard, somebody that he knows, like with the face of a guard that he knows, then you probably would be in a riskier situation. But I think you probably could consort since this guy trusts that you're acting in his best interests.
1: And I am Ned. I haven't rolled it yet, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to accept a devil's bargain. So let's roll and see what happens. All right. (laughs) The one
3: time I vow not to take any devil's bargains. This is ridiculous. (laughs)
1: Because I'm rolling with one die instead of two, because of my current harm, that is a four. So Ned, what kind of bargain can you offer me? You know, a four is a partial success, right? Oh, oh! I thought five. Okay. <laughs> you know what? No, Ned. I'm going to take a partial success because you know what? It's like you won. Why do you want more dice? <laughs> take every win, man. Take every win. <laughs> no, I'm. I I am so shaken. I am forgetting how this game works.
0: <laughs> yeah. So here's what you're going to get on a partial success. You say that to the cook, cook yells in both directions, like out into the hallway, out into the main serving area. Everybody get out, stuff weird is going on. Like it's, it's breaking bad, real bad stuff happening. And so you see not just the people in that main area start rushing out, but doors in this hallway also start opening up. People are freaking out, they're starting to rush out. And one of the doors that opens up is the door to the personal administrative study of Nelliao the gardener. (sighs)
1: can I do a flashback
0: Ooh, what kind of flashback Um, actually this is the first time we've actually done a flashback let's explain to our audience how this works so one of the tropes in heist movies is they'll like be in the middle of the heist and then there's a flashback to a scene where they planned beforehand they have this perfect opportunity like they get to a locked door and there's the guard outside the guard is like being all intimidating but then it flashes back to earlier in the day where they replaced the guard with their friend So the guard just lets him ride on through. We can do that in Blades in the Dark as well. So the individual who wants to do a flashback states what they did, and then depending on how complex that flashback is, I can have them take a certain amount of stress and then potentially make a roll to see how well it was done.
1: Oh, flashbacks make you stressed? Yeah,
0: so if it's an (laughs) ordinary action for which you had an easy opportunity, that is zero stress. Okay. A complex action or unlikely opportunity is one stress, and an elaborate action that involves special opportunities or contingencies is two or more stress.
1: Okay, hopefully this is a zero stress flashback. I would like to, um, as we're setting everything up with Eelhound and the boys, you know, Eelhound kind of oversees them, but I'm going to pull one aside specifically. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pull uh, our friend Ling Zhao. Uh, He's one of the the Eelhound's boys, we'll say. I pull him aside and I tell him he's the one who's going to be watching out. He's going to see when the barrels are brought in and going to go ahead and start the sort of chain reaction of sending the message back saying, okay. They're in the thing, the clock is starting. Go ahead and let the guards know there's something shady going on there and they need to do a raid. I'm going to pull him aside. Ling, when you go ahead and you see the barrels taken in, send the message immediately, but stick around. If things don't go right, we'll send some sort of signal and you grab a few of the boys to come in and help us and I'm hoping that a bunch of people running and screaming out of here is a decent signal that things may have gone wrong.
0: All right. Uh, That doesn't necessarily seem like a complex action or unlikely opportunity, so I'm saying that's going to be a zero-stress flashback. Oh, thank goodness. I can't take any stress. (laughs) Oh, you can take two stress.
1: And that's it. (laughs) I'm already probably going to take stress just from seeing Nelio there. All right, so we cut back to in the middle of absurdity and chaos, I'm guessing. Yes. So I see Nellio, and I reach into my pocket, my little pouch that, you know, I changed the clothes, but I I kept my gear on me. So I take out my unusual weapon. Which is? Which is a shard of pottery coated in a poison. Ooh. Very nice. That is unusual. And then I'm going to try to approach as the guard and help usher her out.
0: Okay, I'm going to say this is going to be risky with great effect because you look like a guard, but you also did specifically tell us in the previous episode Even if Nelliao can't see your face, there are ways she would be able to identify you.
1: You specifically said that. I did specifically say that. Silly goose. (sighs) So risky with great success?
2: Yes. I think for kicks we should make Christian wait a whole episode to make that roll again. (laughs) (laughs) No! No. Ned,
1: can I request that it's desperate?
0: You can always trade position for effect. That is one thing you can do. So if you take it from risky down to desperate, that would bring it from great effect up to extreme effect.
1: Hot diggity dog. (sighs) Ah, i'm gonna do it i don't know why i'm hurting myself like this literally no
2: one is
3: making you do this it's fully self-inflicted i know
1: but that's i gotta do it (laughs) and i'm only rolling one die because i'm harmed
2: i just realized depending on how long this one guard takes me a raged up seaway might also be busting in this room full of innocent people soon
1: yeah yeah Um, ned i'm gonna push myself marking two stress or just one stress
2: it's two stress to push yourself doesn't that take you out
1: Yeah, if you fill up your
0: entire stress track, which you would do in this instance, you are immediately removed from action. You could still potentially get the effect, like if you push yourself, you have the opportunity to still make this roll and potentially succeed. But as soon as you're done, you're out of it, whether that is you are knocked unconscious, whether that is you are whisked away by a spirit, whatever the case may be you are out of the encounter and you take trauma.
1: Oh, and okay, okay, okay. You know what? No, I was unaware. I thought I would max out and then I would be at risk. I was not aware that it would be instantly horrible end of the world. Okay, (laughs) (sighs) I'm not pushing myself because that would be the bad choice. I'm going to roll one die. That is a six. Wow. That is a six. I do, we need more of those in our lives because I'll tell you what, we're not getting them. <laughs>
3: we're not getting them. You just did. Quit, quit your head. Okay,
0: yeah. I'm out of my head, I'm out of my head. So Nelliao, she's kind of off balance, she's off kilter. She also is a little bit dazed in this moment, you can tell. And she kind of bumps into you from the side and in that like exact moment of impact, there is a slight scratch, unnoticed by the gardener, in all of the fracas. And you escort her out into the main serving area.
1: And then I, Christian, want going to take a moment and go ahead and cry while uh, other things happen.
0: Okay, while that's <laughs> happening, we'll go over to... I mean, Siway, you bring up a good point.
2: Because <laughs> I, I have one guard left, and once I'm done with him, if I survive my immediate course of action is okay those guys are done now there were two dudes going through this door and i'm just going to basically follow their path
0: all right so first we need to take care of the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny you have one tick left Mm -hmm. so what do you want to roll for that
2: uh skirmish
0: okay go for it controlled great effect
3: those guards are not going to look like guards by the time he's done
2: okay this guy must be like the head guard or something because <laughs> I took out five on my own, but that's a two and a three. Oh, okay. Loser came in. Look out, pal. And I cannot push myself because I also would be taking myself out of action and giving myself trauma if I push myself.
3: What are you guys doing? I've only got four stress. I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah, you sat in a barrel
0: while we did all the work.
3: <laughs> yeah, I sat in a barrel because that was the plan. I'm just
0: kidding. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to offer-ish a devil's bargain Uh, that failure is going to mark one tick on lockdown you could roll again at risky but that would mark two ticks on lockdown meaning there would be only one tick left oh that's fine I'm fine going into lockdown. Okay, roll again at Risky. Krishna, don't make
2: that face. Krishna's making a face. Also, uh, Thomas, the reason I think part of the reason is I didn't indulge my vice because I was worried about overindulging, so I actually came into this job with quite a bit of stress. That's why I'm so high already. I
3: didn't do that. I didn't even indulge my vice. I'm just better at this than you. Six. Oh, All yeah. Right. Very nice. Worth it. I'm not better at this than you. So <laughs>
2: uh, I, you know, look at this guy. I've got the rage in my eyes. Unbeknownst to me, because I am in rage, I just had my nose broken. Uh, I basically—Seaway's gonna have basically semi-amnesia about this whole period of time, so he doesn't even realize this happens. But I'm standing there, club in my right hand, and in my left hand, a lump of hardened clay actually just floats up from the ground into my hand and I just throw it at the guy, and it breaks across his forehead, and he falls onto his back unconscious, and then I just bolt through the door.
0: All right, so Tonin, you're already out in the main area with the gardener wei Young, you are in the back storeroom.
2: I mean, I gotta plant some moss. Yeah, you're the only one actually still doing the
3: job. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I came here for one job, and you guys have done some entirely different job while I'm out (laughs) doing the real work. No wonder you guys need me in the crew. If I wasn't here, nothing would get done.
2: (sighs) Hey, don't say you're not doing real work, because I'm getting us one step closer to our frightened citizens goal. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Uh, So I'm gonna plant the
3: moss in a way that it would look like they're using it for food i don't know if i have to roll anything for that could i just stick the off somewhere it looks like it's being eaten
0: so seaway would have told you about that like little door that was hidden in the back corner behind the cabbages and the potatoes
3: oh yes i'm gonna go put my ear to that door i want to listen again All just right. make sure there's no like badger moles in there or something
0: uh You're fine. There's no badrimals in
3: there. Okay. (laughs) You would hear a badrimal, I guess. Probably, yeah. Okay, I'll open the door. What's in there, out of curiosity?
0: Uh, You open the door, and inside you see a series of earthenware jars and pots. On the front of the first one is a little note that says, Spirit Moss for Cabbage Soup.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're actually... They're already doing it? I swear. Why did we come here? I was wondering, as Ned started to describe it, I was like, wait, (laughs) are they just doing the thing? (laughs) Christian, you took on the spirit for no reason. (gasps) ned
1: don't look so satisfied this is ridiculous
3: this is why we have to do research all right this is why you're supposed to get in get your info and then do the job this is ridiculous
2: none of this was necessary we literally just had to go plant the information that they should go get raided yeah we didn't even have to show up we could just be like
3: yeah they got spirit monster using for food and then we'd be done
1: that'd be the whole job controlled extreme effect the end. <laughs> you know what you know what? hindsight being what it is live and let learn we've still accomplished other things we're still getting
2: money for being here we're still gaining experience and furthering the reputation of our crew
3: uh as what is our new reputation bumbling because (laughs) that would make sense (laughs) our new
2: reputation is entire slew of knocked out guards all
1: right with one
3: guy there's a door i'm gonna leave it wide open um is there a hole in the roof that's got like a light shining so that when they walk in they'll just see the a <laughs> light on that one jar that says spirit moss for edible usage or whatever. I'm
0: going to make a fortune roll. There is not.
2: Okay. Well, let's not forget <laughs> our crew type are bravos. We're mercenaries, thugs and killers. It's not bumbling to just lay waste to a place.
3: Is the roof of this place like is this whole building wood or is the the top earth as well?
0: It's mostly wood this place is built out of.
3: Okay i'm really paranoid there's gonna be an earthbender rolling in and just like destroy me because i cannot fight i'm so bad at it i have zero dice in anything that involves fighting or hiding for that matter so i'm screwed either way um okay i mean i got nothing to do uh, is there a back door
0: i'm going to make a fortune roll to see if there's a back door there's not a back door
3: awesome okay so i gotta go back the way i came right oh wait no i have another idea okay I am going to go into Nelliao's office. I want to loot her stuff and see if I can find secrets.
2: All right. That's still going to be that same direction.
3: I understand. I'm taking the chance. Okay. I really hope you could distinguish friend from foe because I cannot fight very well. You will
0: kill me.
2: If it helps, I've been rolling really poorly. That doesn't help. So you get
0: in there. It's easy enough to find that tapestry that Seaway told you about. Pull it to the side. Sure enough, there's a little crate full of scrolls and stuff in there.
3: Okay, I chose light load, but I haven't taken any of it. I haven't used any of my load yet. Could I just stuff as much as I can with what I have?
0: Yeah, so you look in there and inside this crate, there are a number of scrolls and there are also two bags of coins.
3: Oh, hot dog.
0: Wait, was he was he able to get to Nelia's office without any like complications? So he was able to get in there. Now it's going to be a matter of are you able to notice him as he gets out?
3: Oh, so he didn't notice me go in. Now I'm in that room and he's barreling down the hallway.
0: Well, we're, we're going to worry about that later. In this crate. I'm worried about
3: it right now. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's have you roll
0: right now oh, no. to see if Seaway manages to see you. Oh, no.
3: All right. There goes the crate and goodness that you were going to get. I wasn't being sneaky. I don't think I should roll. I think he should just see me. What? Why, why do you? Make, I mean, that's make honest. Make a fortune roll. Hey, <laughs> okay. Let, okay. let's okay. chill.
0: Let's chill. Make a fortune roll. We'll say two dice six. Okay. Seaway <sighs> does not see you. He goes barreling past. Okay. You have a crate in front of you. There are a bunch of scrolls. Okay. There are two bags of coins. Mm-hmm. If you want to take all of the scrolls, that would be all three of your load. Alternatively, you could take like one third of the scrolls and both of the bags of coin. It's up to you. I want the scrolls. I'm not here for money. I'm here for info.
3: <gasps> all the scrolls. I hate you. You are, you are making enemies within the ranks. <laughs> well, uh, I assume I heard Seaway go barreling down the hallway. That you did. Oh, this is gonna be a really bad idea. I'm going to fling the door open and say, "Seaway, it's me, Way Young. Do you want some cash? Go in there. It's two bags of coin. Get it, get out, pal." And then I'm gonna run away as fast as I can.
0: Now I'm going to leave this up to you, Evan. What you want to do? Because, like we said, you still have your wits about you. You know what your goals are, and you've said many times, Seaway's goal is to get money. It
2: is. Oh man, but he's so mad cannot distinguish friend from foe. Would you like to make a fortune roll? Yeah,
0: probably. Oh, man. I'll say let's have you roll one die per bag of coins in there. So go ahead and roll two dice. Four and a five.
1: Hey. All
2: right. I cannot distinguish friend from foe. But also, even if that is a foe, he's running away and leaving behind two bags of tasty coin. So I will bust into that office.
0: Okay, do you have two load slots that you can grab coin with?
2: I do. I said normal load, and I also haven't marked anything yet.
0: Well, presumably you would have marked something for your weapon.
2: Yes, I said it is a fine heavy weapon, which is one of my cutter items. So that would be two of my load slots, and then I guess the Rage Essence vial.
0: (laughs) Well, Rage Essence is italics, so So you don't have to worry about that.
2: So yeah, so I've still got three more load slots.
0: All right, so you can fill up two of those with coin and when you walk out of the gardener's office, you look around and there's nobody here. You won't stop
1: until they're broken, but there's nobody left to break. Dope. <laughs> I'm going to leave. Are we, are we going to be okay after all this? I mean, okay in quotation marks. <laughs> We're going to find out next episode. <gasps> oh man, <laughs> I'm so stressed. It could have gone
3: worse. Could it? I mean, be I, it could have gone a lot worse. We could have not done what we wanted to do. I don't
0: know about a lot worse, but it could have done... Some worse.
3: We could have died. We could have died. I'm alive. I feel pretty good about that. I'm sweating.
0: In any case, thanks everybody for listening to ImpTab Avatar. We'll be back (laughs) next time with more adventures in the world of Blaze and the Dow Fae. If you want more, go and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as all of the news people are going to be when they discover that Nelly the Gardener has been poisoning kids with spirit moss. (sighs) If you go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv So If you'd like to connect with us, you know, maybe you want to talk to me about, uh, trying to herd cats during the middle of a big complex job. Then (laughs) don't be afraid to reach out. (laughs) Now it's time to shout out our next batch of sticker club patrons. First person we got is Christine lines, who was like the last person who left the cabbage garden and managed to get out before any of the bad stuff happened. And it was only just, you know, Nelliao's people left. So you didn't hurt any citizens. Good job there. (laughs) Next person we're shouting out is Deva Tuttle. And Deva is the person who is leading that strike team that's going to come and discover all of that spirit moss. There won't be a light shining from a hole in the ceiling leading it to them, (laughs) but Deva is capable and is able to find it well enough. And then the final person we're shouting out is Sammy Ryan Art.
3: Hey, she sounds real cute. She's single?
0: Uh, she is not. She's taken, unfortunately. Oh, uh, poor lass. But she's the one who was there uh, drawing the scene of the crime so that it could go in the newspapers. Nice. That's a pretty good gig. Indeed. We'll have more Sticker Club patrons to shout out next week. And if you want to join their ranks, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com improvtabletop where you can also get bonus episodes, Discord access, biannual sticker packs, and more. Now, let's do a round of plugs. As always, we've got our Fate Campaigns, 15 of those in our backlog. They're lots of fun, and people are going back through and listening to those. Our new listeners coming in, we're very grateful for that. Warms our hearts to see that you like all that weird, crazy stuff we've done. We also have our first Avatar campaign, 10,000 Things, which uses the Avatar Legends rule set. Very fun campaign. Lots of feels in that campaign. (laughs) Uh, It'll it'll make you cry, apparently, from what I've heard from some of our listeners. So (laughs) if you want to cry, go listen to that. We also have our sister podcast, I Cast Fireball, which is a d d 5 actual play going through the campaign Tyranny of Dragons. I don't think I've heard of any of our listeners crying while listening to that campaign. <laughs> so if you don't want to cry while listening to an actual play podcast, go check that out. And lastly, we are an affiliate with FanRollDice.com. If you want some cool dice, you can use coupon code VroomVroomFee at checkout to get 10% off your order and uh they got some good stuff over there The cool dice last thing i'm going to shout out is strawberries and cream dr pepper it's really good <laughs> My I, heard, word. I bought a lot of it yesterday and it's, it's it's phenomenal and i hope they keep it forever
3: a lot of it <laughs> is an understatement yeah
0: yeah anyway thanks for joining us here in the world of imp tab avatar blades in the dow fe i'm ned wilcock your host and gm and i've been joined by
3: thomas ryan the only guy who sticks with the plan
1: <laughs> christian randall literally shaking
2: And Evan Peterson, you better stay out of my way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar.
3: I need to breathe. Okay, when you said herding cats, were you talking about your actual cat or us? I have to know. Both. L- both, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> I thought it was us, but I was hoping it was the real cat.
0: I mean, currently my little vampire is taking a nap so demurely in his cat bed that I keep <laughs> by my desk at all times.
1: As if he hasn't been doing anything. Exactly. <sighs> Ned, I, I am shooketh. I am... Oh.